and they hear a distant <laughs> <laughs> It'll do. No, okay, it'll do. You might need some sort of non-verbal communication system to, <laughs> to queue up the record scratch. <laughs> solo! Solo! <laughs> it's probably a little bit loud now, if anything. Right, should we do this? Let's do this. Ooh. Have we been recording this whole time? Yep. Oh, nice. So we've probably got an intro there. Somewhere. Oh, we got <laughs> probably something there in there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was okay. Uh, you, have, <laughs> you have that one. No, why? Why, why don't I just have that one? Because it's in my hand. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We are back again, the classic threesome in the fuck bunker, and it is actually just the classic threesome yeah. this time round. Uh, no Duncan to speak of this time, but he's here in spirit uh, as we raise our <laughs> yeah, like the like he's the nineties. Yeah. Anyway, Fucking so seaweed. you might remember a year ago we put together a crack nineties squad of action heroes. And it all came together in a film that we lovingly called Redly Deadly 2, Don't Ask About the First One. Uh, we started in the middle, the classic usually, but this time round, we're doing it a little bit different. We're going back to the beginning of the Redly Deadly series with Redly Deadly 1, You Had to Ask. And we're going to be putting together a crack squad of 80s action heroes mm. to combat the Reds um, who are here f- with a dastardly plan again to take over again except before the second one yeah exactly so this is this is where it all started before the cataclysmic events of Redly Deadly 2 probably worth mentioning we got villains this time and they've been provided by the Theatrical Cut podcast excellent that's our sister podcast Theatrical Cut listen to them Uh, okay so let's kick this off allow me to set the scene (laughs) (laughs) oh alright there we go so the scene is this Jennifer Grey has just been lifted up by Patrick Swayze and everything we seems let their real well names. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was his name? Malicious Paedophile? <laughs> something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah. well she was baby, she was baby yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Patrick Swayze and everything is well at this point I can see it's all, well, it's all actually, in slow motion and slightly, slightly blurry Exactly. See, so you know the dancing's going yeah. on. It's all, yeah. it's all good. Everyone's enjoying themselves. The whole town are there. There's a few people looking a bit disapprovingly yeah. because of what's going on with Dirty Patrick and Baby. <laughs> but all of a sudden, there's a record scratch, <laughs> and they hear a distant clapping. It's Mama Fratelli. Backed up by a team of supervillains, and Mama Fratelli squares up to Patrick Swayze, who backs Jennifer Grey behind him. Baby. She backs, <laughs> yeah, sorry, baby. She backs him up, telling him that they're taking over for the Reds. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And all the village people. Are they in a village? Yeah, or in a summer bay. The village, village people, people may well be there. Yeah. <laughs> the village people are there. Excellent. Um, and uh, there's only so far they can back up, and Mama Fratelli's walking towards them, and they're backing up. And now they're in the corner. The See, Reds have taken over and pushed uh, Baby and Dirty Patrick into the corner. Um, and now the good guys, the 80s action heroes, need to put together a crack team to let the village people dance again. <laughs> so so we figure Patrick Swayze 
just manages to kind of escape and hide and get a message out. So we want to know who who's the first person he's going to be calling to get the message out to. So is, is Patrick is Dirty Patrick the hero of this? Is he is he in the lead? <laughs> yeah, after we've described him as a nonce, then yeah, he's 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 in it. He's going to be kind of cowering, I think, a little bit, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it, whatever his name is, I did write it down, but I haven't got it with me. Um, he's he's going to be the guy that says we need to get a team together to get them down here. Okay. So who's the first person do we think he calls? So he's rifling through his pocket to find some quarters because yeah. this is the eighties. This is the eighties. Yeah. Phone calls cost a quarter. I, I mean, I've got an idea. So, who, what what are we looking for in that in our first crack operative? Someone that Patrick Swayze, Dirty Patrick, would know. Yeah, I think he'd know his twin brother, who's just got a job at the Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his brother. Yeah, his twin brother. His yeah. twin brother. His identical twin. His brother. identical twin brother. Yeah, Greasy Patrick Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. from from Roadhouse. <laughs> so I think that's where I would go first, and then he. He's just found out his his twin brother's in trouble. He hops in. Is it a bike in Roadhouse? I haven't watched it in years. I think so. Yeah, I think it is a bike. Hops on it. He gets halfway. He realizes he can't make it in time, so he needs to make a phone call. He needs to get the team together. The okay. team to end all teams. So now both Patricks are rifling in their pockets <laughs> yeah, for quarters. Of course, yeah, because we've got to remember no mobile phones. <laughs> and I, do you know what? I want I want it to be one of those like real fast cut things. There's like jingling yeah. in a pocket, and then <laughs> another pair of denims jingling in the pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another pair of denims jingling in the pocket. <laughs> so, um, shall I, shall I go through the, the the team of villains they'll be up against? Okay, I'll do it. Hit well. us. Okay, so Mama Fratelli is the boss Clearly. of this. Okay, absolutely. Um, she's managed to um, put together an eclectic team. Yes. I think it's fair to say, absolutely, from a, a variety of dimensions and times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've got an alien from the film Aliens, because yeah, Alien was seventy nine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should say that unlike Redly yeah. Deadly Two, when we were putting together our nineties list, we we had all these limitations on yeah. it. The eighties is a decade where limitations just work against us. Yeah, like, so we're we're limitless. The studio directors like Bradley had done Cooper were a ton of coke before they put this film together. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, and and I think the ambition was part of the problem as to why the film didn't succeed. What the Redly level. Deadly Two? Redly Deadly Two succeeded. Redly Deadly One was a bit of a failure. It's a bit straight to video. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, okay. I like it. Was it. Just, it was it, just a bit too much. It was it reviewed badly. Yeah. But it had a, a limited release yeah. in local cinemas. Yeah. But it found its audience with the VHS revolution. Oh, yeah, big cult following. Like, people yeah. would play it at the Scala at three in the morning, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the kind of thing you'd see... Um, this guy's just hot with references. At, at um, conventions, <laughs> they'll they'll play it and the cast would turn up to... Yeah. I like it, yeah. yeah. Dressed as their favourite yeah. characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a few weeks we can do the sing-along Redly Deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you we can sing along now if you like. Uh, so we've got Alien from Aliens. So we've got an a- Alien. Which, which, which the one? Perfect killer. Which one? Which one would we want? Jeff. Jeff. Okay, Jeff the Alien. Jeff? Jeff? Yeah. Okay, Jeff. Which which one's Jeff? Jeff oh, is Xenomorph. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff, yeah, I know Jeff. That's, That's right. Yeah, cool. Jeff Xenomorph. Yeah. We got uh, Jeff Xenomorph. <laughs> Jeff Xenomorph. Um, Predator. So we basically got two incredible. I mean, this is these are these are two strong hitters. Yeah, we need to put together yeah, an incredible. Yeah, the sort of the people team. I put together, they're kind of fucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be fine. Uh, the humongous and master blaster from the Mad Max series. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yep. Um, Jason. 
they're, they're, I mean, they are fucked. They might be fucked. Okay, yeah. so Jason's pretty much immortal. Yeah, yeah. He's basically a god. I've got someone that can fight Jason. Don't worry about that. That's okay. That's okay. Um, who else did we have on the list? Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He thinks Classic. he's in charge. Mama Fratelli's letting him think he's in charge. This is all from Sonya and Terry from Theatrical Cut. And, and they, they put all this together. Has she sort of Grand Moff Tarkin to him? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, but actually, uh, it's Dick Jones with Hans Gruber as nice. number two. Yeah, yeah nice. Uh, and the Joker's in there as well to ruin the dance parties. Because mm-hmm. what we wanted to set out was that the 80s was... A, a lot of the 80s was about dancing when it came to films, so... This film is all about ruining dance parties. <laughs> this is a very bold statement that you made with absolute, absolute confidence and nothing to back it up. Footloose, Flash Dance, <laughs> two films, Dirty Dancing, yeah, and the others. So, it's, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's ninety percent. Does the existence films. of Step Ups one through three D prove that the two thousands <laughs> was all about dance? No, because that was one series. I suppose you've got whatever. Um, well, then, you've, then you've got you guys are dickheads and then you've got Freddy who's fucking up their dance dreams I like that <laughs> yeah, you didn't no one else could see the hand movement Dan did there it was like a sort of a sparkly glitter dust sort of thing <laughs> and uh, Tony Montana is in there as well to go undercover all the dance clubs to sell them dodgy coke and then uh, Under- Sonia's, Sonia's written so, after that so restrained and un- unnoticeable <laughs> Sonia's written under that what a fucking wanker <laughs> um, and Terminator's there as well Jareth the Goblin King we're up against uh, a fair team here oh my god ruining their parties by being more fabulously dressed than they are yeah yeah this is uh this is a terrifying prospect yeah so we're gonna need to put together a pretty amazing team these guys have all turned up under the uh mama fratelli darth vader with his arms crossed by the side yeah got the joker in there you got some guys from mad max tony mad max so basically we're looking for a bunch of people who against all odds yeah that's representing mad max and beyond thunderdome it is yes master blaster is yeah thunderdome which is an interesting character. Yeah. Right. So, so the scene is two characters, really, isn't it? Uh, Dirty Swayze has just contacted his brother Dalton Swayze. Greasy Swayze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greasy yeah. Swayze. And now he's at the phone and he's just panicking. Who's he going to call first? Who is he going to call? <laughs> is, is this your first pick? Do you want to go first? Daniel? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a lot of supernatural elements in this. Apparently, yeah. Do we? <laughs> we got a couple. We got Jason. Okay, he's, he's sort of a ghost, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. I think the Ghostbusters could put up a fight against Jason, and you've got a lot of their sorry, but a lot of their their adventures have been against bona fide bona fide ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> Slimer <laughs> compared to Jason. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a challenge. A slightly mischievous puppy, but I think to a I think. Girl. I don't think you take the Ghostbusters. I don't think you can just take all the Ghostbusters. You need to take one Ghostbuster. Uh-huh. And the Ghostbuster, I think, that you want on your team. You want a bit of intelligence there. I don't think you want Venkman. I don't think you want Too Ray. much of a wise ass. Too sardonic. Yeah. I think you want Egon Spengler. Absolutely. So he's like, he's the science guy. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. The so, encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. everything. Yeah. And also, I just love Howard Ramis as well. Hmm. Howard Ramis? Yes, Howard Ramis, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, my my vote for the first person that gets the phone call from Dalton Swayze or Greasy Swayze is Greasy. Egon Spengler. Egon Spengler. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Does he bring the Twinkie with him? Brings the Twinkie. That's a hell of so a Twinkie. Basically, illustrates yeah. every point with the yeah, Twinkie. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Imagine this Twinkie as a predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not even how he talks. But, <laughs> oh my god! Imagine that! Imagine this! <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that's the, he, he that's stands up and he's like, is there any ghosts here? <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff. It's almost Jeff Goldblum's mate from Independence Day. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. I think I think as science guys go, mm. he's the, he's the yeah. man that you want. He's a doctor he's, as well. He's got connections with uh, the government as well. Yeah. Well, the mayor of, well, New, the York, mayor of New York. Who can, who can hook him up with... Let, the, let's the, hope it takes place in New York. No, it's not. It's, we know where it's taking place. It's taking place in the in the, the village, some, village in the village that Dirty Dancing that place. might be an upset. Should have done more research for this. <laughs> um, anyway, well, this is part of the reason why yeah. Redly Deadly One flopped at the cinema. Yeah, was because the, they didn't read their own. They notes. Didn't, didn't read their yeah, own yeah. notes. No, they just but, oh yes, yeah, get them all yeah. in. There was no exposition whatsoever. <laughs> like even an, even an action film needs exposition. Mm. That's why. John Travolta at the beginning of Face Off does that whole because we're an elite counter-terrorist team that you know is so you know he does that whole thing so you know that's why I, yeah. I forget my point so <laughs> so Egon's Egon's hopped in Ecto-1 he's given Janine a cheeky kiss on the forehead and then uh, he's off so why is he kissing Janine because isn't yeah. Janine with um, Rick only in Ghostbusters 2 Oh, she loves Egon in the first yeah. one. Oh, yeah, because of course. Well, when when was Ghostbusters two? Early nineties. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it might it might have been eighty nine. Underrated film, Ghostbusters two. Uh, Ghostbusters two. Yeah, I, I mean Ghostbusters one is still the daddy, isn't it? But, yeah. Yeah, I, d- yeah, I, d- I do. I enjoy Ghostbusters mm. two. Yeah. The, the, the Ghostbusters. Pain, the painting. <laughs> yeah. Concept is. I think that's great. I love yeah. It. And yeah. I like uh, what's his face, the guy who is uh, obsessed with Vigo. Vigo, yeah. it's Vigo. It's Vigo. Great. When he's dressed as Mary Poppins, it's so fucking weird. I love it. With the red eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it's Creepy terrifying. Man. Uh, even now. And the bit in the courtroom with the Scolari brothers as well. That's oh, so god, cool. Yeah, that is cool, but it's freaky again. Yeah. Oh, fuck this podcast. Let's just go watch Ghostbusters too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. Right. So Egon's on board. He's opting Ecto One. He's heading there right now okay. to take out the supernatural <clears throat> element of uh, of the team. Okay. So ha- so. So Greasy Patrick, yeah, he's fumbled around. He's found his quarter. Ecto, sorry, Egon Spengler was his yeah. first pick. Yeah, he Egon, knows, we. <laughs> he's he's spoken to Sam Sam Neil. Not Sam Neil. God, what's his face? Cowboy Sam Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> he's spoken to Sam Elliot, and Sam Elliot's go. Well, I know a guy. Somehow they've met. They had to deal with a ghost problem. If, if we're yeah. going to have to intricately tie together how all these people know each other, it is going to get very difficult don't, very quickly. Don't worry. If we introduce one character, it solves a lot of problems. We'll get to that, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Egon comes in. Yeah. Okay, so he's on the team now. Yeah. All right, fine. So he's busy working away in the workshop. But if he's got all those government contacts and stuff yeah. like that, they're going to need something pretty out of the ordinary to combat that kind of team mm. so that's why my pick is someone who's a little out of the ordinary someone who started life as an ordinary human yeah a nice law-abiding citizen yeah upholding the law mm-hmm. yeah until he stumbled into a firefight that he could never win go on tom and the <laughs> police force rebuilt him and yes. turned him into robocop yeah, <laughs> Alex, whatever his name is, Alex Murphy, is it? Yeah, yeah, turned into Robocop. I mean, fucking hell, he's awesome. He's he, I mean, look, most of his enemies have been crooks or other robots, mm. 
But yeah, I think no, he takes out some fairly hefty hardware, he does. doesn't he? He does. He does. I think this guy is everything because he's you know he's got everything hidden away in his little compartments. You know, if something goes wrong, he just has a little bit of maintenance. Egon's there already. It's a match made in heaven. See, this brings up an interesting problem because RoboCop is set in the future, but it was made in the eighties. Are we just saying that like time it's, travel? It's yeah. fine. Yeah. If okay, they if they cool. can have a Terminator in there, true. Very true, and, and an Darth, alien. Well, Darth and, Vader was well, set a was long a, time ago. Exactly, yeah. Galaxy, far, far away. Yeah, it's Alex Murphy, by the way. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so he's awesome because actually, the funny thing is that he could spend most of the film when he's not actioning, just like the kind of charging, dangling head, <laughs> <laughs> like the head with the spine. Like, although it's the lungs, isn't it? He's got a head and lungs. He's got a few. Yeah, it's the the villain is just a. It's just a brain in a just spine. Just a brain in a jar. Put into a robot. Oh, that's how it works. <laughs> I yeah, think, that's fine. I think as well, that's a worthy villain for Jason. Like, a worthy opponent for Jason. Jason versus Robocop is a film I would watch. Yeah. Has that already been, like, some terrible graphic novel crossover? Probably. Jason Probably. versus yeah. Robocop. Because I know Terminator yeah. versus Robocop. And actually, yeah. has Robocop... Well, there we go. Terminator versus Robocop's another good one as well. That is a good one. Yeah. Because there's the human heart. Yeah, yeah he's, got, he's got a heart, <laughs> sort of in a sack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So Robocop's now in. He's in the fight. Totally in. Yeah, he'd be awesome. fucking awesome as well. You know, and he'd also just be quoting like everyone's Miranda rights all the time, <laughs> just before. Yeah, it'd be quite good. Right, that's my pick. Awesome. Okay. Well, so we've got we've got the science aspect covered. Yeah. We've got sort of. I feel like Robocop. Who kind of like special operations. Mm. You know, sort of that sort of thing. I think we just need someone who's just going to kick the shit out of people. Yeah. He's going to always be sweaty. He's going to have magnificent hair. He only needs one eye and he's going to arrive in a hang glider. <laughs> Snake Plissken. Yes! Hey! He's going to drop from the sky and probably kick someone's face off before he's even landed on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> While chomping on a cigar. Yeah. And this is Escape from New York, Snake Plissken, which okay. is better than Escape from LA. I agree with Escape that. from LA is 90s anyway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's also awful and was just a poor remake of the first one. And also yeah. what's brilliant is it means it's our first entry for Kurt Russell yeah. on this list, who must have a couple of entries on I this. Think, yeah. I mean, seriously. I, I love so. any 80s film with Kurt Russell and it's brilliant because yeah. it's just his hair. It's, it's so magnificent. It's just 80s. I love how they lovingly recreated it for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> yeah. That's obviously what about two thirds of the budget went on. Was, it is yeah. phenomenal <laughs> in it's that because, flashback. It's because computer generated images do not cost that much to create anymore. Mm. But good hair. Good hair. Like that. That's, that's, that's the dream. fortune. <laughs> that is a trick, isn't it? Especially making it move like it does. So do we think that he, he's not been contacted by anyone? He just knows that. He just knows. He doesn't yeah. need to be called. Yeah. Like he, he assumed he was just going to sort it all out himself. Like Dirty Swayze's just been backed into a corner, and this is when Snake Bliskin kind yeah. of like he's just kind of gone. Yeah, turns for up. Yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah, and has dropped in to sort it all out. So have they? Have they all met? Like, so after Dirty, after Greasy Patrick, so yeah. he has just you know kicked everyone in the face in the Roadhouse. Yeah. Are they all meet? Is the Roadhouse like their base of operations before they go to the village? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm. I like that. So that's pretty good. So it's all kind of ramshackle. Yeah, yeah. Like stepping over corpses all the time. Yeah, this isn't like a government operation. This is like Redly Deadly Two was really much, very much about the government. Very much the model for action films that would follow it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of action films in the '90s that were set around the president kicking ass. Or... Yes, that's true. Um, so I think that maybe. 
um, in the roadhouse is invaded by the Reds and then he has to kick his way out of it. And then they, they're holed up in the roadhouse while more and more people turn up. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have to go and rescue. Roadhouse. And, and make sure people can have dance parties before the Reds stop. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Good. So we've got Snake Plissken. We've got Alex Murphy, Aka Robocop. We've got Egon Spengler. Yeah. Mm. What are we missing? There's some key tactical roles to be filled still. <clears throat> we've yeah. got science, kicking, and uh, copping. There's, sorted. There's a problem that's going to come up when we want a pilot, I think. Because is, is the problem going to be that we only need a pilot? Yeah. Whereas I want three, three people that were involved in in. I, th- uh, I think we can do better than three. You reckon? Yeah. So you reckon that Wait, there's a lot of guys to move around? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's we'll, only two seats in those things. Let's. Let, I'll, I'll. We'll come back to that. I think because mm-hmm. the next guy, um. Wouldn't have been able to make the next list, the the, the next film. Sorry, the nineties film. Not a list. It's a film. It's a film. Yeah, it's actually happened. Um, Directed in, by Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen eighty nine, the superhero genre changed, um, um, and what we have to imagine is Batman would want in on this fight. So I am imagining Batman's witnessing this. All this happened on the news. And uh, the the Reds are about to close in on the roadhouse. And then it's an alleyway and you hear ding, 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 ding. And the guy look round and then you see Batman appear upside down. Nice. And then he disappears again. And then you see he walks walks down and then Batman just consumes him with his wings. And then (laughs) you made that sound so romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Batman enters the fight knowing (sighs) simply because the Joker's there. And he wants to take out the Joker. But at the same time, he's going to be way more useful to the team. He's Batman. He's a tactical genius. Uh, he's the he's the money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I just stick it on this credit card. Yeah. It says Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. This one with Batman on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm bringing Batman to this fight. I think mm-hmm. you've got to have Batman involved in this. It's pretty good. But it's Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of funny, glib Batman. Good Batman. Which I quite like. Yeah. Oh, that's the good Batman. I think so. Okay. Like, uh, he's my favourite Batman. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Like, the Ad- Nolan... Adam f- West is my favourite Batman. Really? <laughs> the Nolan films... Adam West. <laughs> the Nolan films were good, but... Honestly, Chris- you can't really compare. They're so different. But And Christian Bale was awful as Batman. I just, Christian- Val Kilmer was pretty good. He was alright as Batman. Christian Bale is just such a knob that it's hard to separate that out from his acting. He also, his voice made it sound like the nose was just pinching down a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Came to me on the day. I just, I wish I there'd know. been like, if Morgan Freeman just said to him at some point, "Oh, we've put a voice modulation chip in." Yeah. That, that all he needed to say. Yeah. But it's literally just, no, I'm, I'm gonna do, guys, I'm gonna do a funny voice. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting dressed up like this and just talking like myself. Come on. I'm gonna talk. That everyone he talks to gets kicked. So hard they die, but he doesn't watch them die, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're not dead. He yeah. could use their normal voice. <laughs> so we got Mike, Michael Keaton. We want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. Let's oh, get Michael Keaton's Batman. He'll be he'll be pretty useful, and um, I mean he might even have Superman's phone number. Yeah, there were. I was looking. There weren't any Superman films in the. There, there were Superman the early two ages. and Superman three. Ah, there were two Superman films in the 80s. So are we bringing Superman? I don't think there were any in the. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, okay, shut up. Yeah, Um, 
Are we bringing Superman to this fight then? Well, I mean, I wasn't going to, but there's some fairly big hitters on yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking maybe we meet the Man of Steel is. Yeah, the most we might just need given. him in reserve because that's where he could sort it all out in in seconds. Yeah. Yeah. which what. is the big problem with Superman. Yeah, definitely. Tell you what, when Batman comes in, yeah. because he knows Superman, yeah, he sort of said, "Look, it's not it's not massive yet. We're, we're not sure you're really yeah. going to. You stay in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, you knuckle and a few. You out. Wait, <laughs> yeah, knuckle a few." <laughs> Which he out. has to go to the Arctic to do because it could kill someone. <laughs> if he he needs a good five hundred mile radius, that, that, that's where all the fracking started, wasn't it? <laughs> Just like fire, Superman firing it into the earth, bam! This is a kryptonite <laughs> cracker, kryptonite cock ring, just to make him last that yeah. little bit longer. Oh man, I just I always thought like you know like kryptonite would just make it like wither and <laughs> fall off, like turn brown. Oh god, it's not for too long. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just reinflates like no, a it's not a problem. But I don't know who, I don't know who to call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, he's in reserve. In reserve. So he's in reserve, reserve to, yeah. to come and easily clear everything yeah, up. But exactly. they're going to have some fun first. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Otherwise, cool. it, I mean, this is a, another reason why Red Deadly One didn't review so well. Yeah. <laughs> they had Superman in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> he was right there. <laughs> he <could laughs> sorted it all out. <laughs> it, it would cut every five minutes to him just, <laughs> just, just, yeah. just flicking through the TV. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and have another one. And then he cuts cuts back to them, like really struggling. Yeah. And it cuts back to him just like looking at a packet of Rice Krispies and a packet of Cocoa Pops. <laughs> yeah. uh, back at the Rice Krispies. Comes back fixing a toaster. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> so it's the hand movement again, isn't it? And all this is in the film. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of it. Yeah. So Superman's just performing some chores. In all the of it. it was a car crash of a film. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible choices in cinematography yeah. in this film. Absolutely. <laughs> because it has the heroic Superman music. <laughs> and then it's just him, just playing, sewing holes in his playing, playing patience, <laughs> just. Really, really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Go. So Batman's Batman's in the team. Batman's in the team. Yeah. Okay. So that's got us access to quite a significant budget. We've got some tech gizmos. Yeah. We've got the Batmobile. Yeah. And also, presumably, contacts in the SEALs, the CIA, Delta Force, all the sort of yeah. places <laughs> that we're going to need to that we're going to need to potentially be tapping up yeah, for, our, for our next few members nice yeah that works out nicely doesn't it it does <laughs> it does actually um is is it me is yeah. it right yeah, yeah right go for, it. go for it so mine is a pretty easy one mm. when you're getting to this point it kind of dovetails quite nicely with what russ has just said he's a man who's no stranger to black ops to deniability to mowing down endless hordes of people with an M60. <laughs> it can be none other than John Rambo. Yeah. Sly Stallone. He's in. He's in the team. I think they try and get him on the team, but he's like, he's not having any part of it. He's just going to go in there on his own. Wow. He's the, he's the man who goes who yeah. goes in. He's the one man We're on. sending Rambo in. Yeah. We're sending John Rambo in. It'll be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But he, I like the idea that he gets caught yeah. or something. And, you know, he has to sort of like escape and then he finds an M60 (laughs) 
And well, he, just he goes stands. in there with it, but he, <laughs> he realises that in real life, you wouldn't be able to lift it, it would break his arm, yeah, and yeah. it runs out of ammo in about four seconds. Absolutely. So he's kind of fucked. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> some, this is all I brought. There's <laughs> yeah. some uh, high fantasy in this film, interspersed with some realism. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get really nitty gritty about some very, very yes. minute details. About air-cooled machine guns. <laughs> Um, I think he would be fantastic in this mm. in this team. I mean, mm. the fact is though, it means that on screen you're going to get two Patrick Swayzes. Yeah, Harold, uh, is it Harold Ramey or Ramis? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Harold Harry Ramis. Harold Ramis. Kurt Russell. Sylvester Stallone. Who brilliantly you won't be able to understand because in the early films you could barely understand anything <laughs> that he said at all because it was all just Vietnam. <laughs> You know, uh, it, I think it's going to be. Hilarious. They weren't exactly sort of dialogue dense those movies either, were they? <laughs> no, but they had some exposition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the thing. That had, was the thing. He spent a lot of time on his own in those films, though, doesn't he? So, yeah. Also, yeah. he's is he the second character with a cool headscarf? Doesn't Snake Plissken have a headscarf? He does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's two guys with headscarves now, which mm. is pretty much what we're looking for here. It's basically like a babushka we've got going on here, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, look, he's big, he's muscle-bound, he's wearing yeah. a black vest, he's a special ops. He's, he's, a, he's an obvious pick for the team. I like he's it. an obvious 80s yeah, yeah. action hero pick. Definitely. Yeah, and it's Sly. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sly would not play a, a better role until the guy he plays in Cliffhanger. Yep. Who was it, who made it into um, Redly Deadly 2. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't even remember what his name is. Is he up there on the... Uh, oh, there it is. Gabe Walker. Gabe Walker. Yeah. Gade Walker. Fuck it out. Not the strongest. No. But it's Sly Stallone. Come on, man. Mm. Uh, Adrian. 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 So, I mean, that's a different one. Oh, yeah, that's a different one. Oh. <laughs> Russ, you're up. So, I think I'm going to have to shuffle a couple of people around here because I want to keep the headscarf thing on a roll. <laughs> uh, the time travel aspect doesn't seem to be a problem. The physical distance doesn't seem to be a problem. And... You know, although I think our team have faced a broad range of threats before, there's there's something in the opposition lineup that that they're going to need some special experience for. So, we need a woman who has the skills, the fortitude to take these things out. It has to be Velasquez from Aliens. Oh, curveball! You didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> no, no. I thought uh, she was dead. No, well, we're going to time travel her out. So just just as the just as like they're cuddling around that grenade, she gets like whoop, 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 whoop. the guy she's with, he's fucked. Gorman, dead. Gorman, yeah. She looks looks round and she's just gone. Yeah, yeah. but I mean again, yeah. What was it she says like you you really are a you yeah, really you are always a prick. were an asshole. Gorman. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it turns out actually she's fine, and he's like, oh what? Come on! And then he gets eaten. Although she's been shot in the leg by this. Oh no, she's got acid all over her leg by this point, hasn't she? Yeah, I'm sure there's some, some Egon. 80s medical technology. Egon, Egon yeah. sort it out with Egon some... Egon pours some, some of his ectoplasm. Ecto-gel. <laughs> yeah. She loves the Twinkie in there. <laughs> yeah, gets the Twinkie out. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah. Brilliant. That's a really good one. I love yeah. it. So, because, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> obviously there's a few people from uh, from Aliens. She may well not be the only one that ends up ends up rocking up, but she, she fucks those things up. Yeah. She does, man. Yeah. And it, also, she's fucking awesome because she shouts awesomely cool things like, let's rock! Yeah. <laughs> Does she bring the smart gun with well, her? Well, I mean, she, she would have to. She is one of the two qualified smart gun operators on that unit. Mm. So, uh, you know, that's that's the main reason why we need her. And we also get the smart gun technology. That's true. To be quite honest, we could have basically just taken all the Marines from 
alien. Time a lot of them out. A lot of them are fairly useless. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> get that's true. Through. The guy that gets flamed. The guy yeah. that stares too long at a bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the drop shit's here. Boss, do you want to close the doors? Nah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Be fine. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> Leave the ramp down. There's, there's something weird here. Is it a problem? That's probably fine. Yeah, have you been wanking down there again? <laughs> that was, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. What's this? <laughs> yeah. I won't say anything. Nah, don't worry about it, it's fine. I'm coming up. <laughs> Put the ramp up. <laughs> no, she's awesome. I, I love Vasquez. She was uh, probably... Um, I had a bit of a crush on her. I mean, that's... I mean, fair enough. I think we all did, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, she was one of few women in in a film chocked full of men. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I fancy the woman, the yeah. one with the tits. <laughs> there, there are not many. <coughs> it's been quite hard to to get this to be an equal opportunities lineup. The eighties were not a strong time for effective women in films. I've gone out of my way to try and find some. Yeah. I think for this so, again yeah. it's one of the reasons why this film is such a cult film because it's not looked mm. back on fondly yeah. for the amount of women in it so my my next one do we want to go do we want to carry on the bandana theme or do we want to get someone who can Mate, solve the time we are, table we are on a bandana roll okay I think go for a double bill <clears throat> so the two I I, I I want to get involved and it's two I want to stress that mm-hmm. um they might not seem like the obvious choice, but they have a history of killing vampires. Difficult to kill vampires, in fact. Interesting. Um, they know an awful lot about um, comic sensibilities as well, which, um, judging by the villains they're up against in this, that's going to come in quite handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a quick call made to a comic shop. And two very. Where, where, where are all these quarters coming from? Yeah, they're, they're around. It's yeah, fine. They're, 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 yeah. Um, um, Corey Haim picks up the. Is it Corey Haim or is it Corey Feldman? It's Corey Feldman. It's a Corey. It? It's a Corey. Yeah, picks up the phone. We're bringing the Frog Brothers into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought you could you could bring. Uh, there's a number of people you could bring in from Lost Boys, but the Frog Brothers are easily the bravest, and like the ones that just wanna some fuck some shit up so yeah, get them involved get them to fight some villains mm-hmm. you are specifically bringing miners into this extremely life-threatening situation who'd, who'd expect batman's all for this like he's already said <laughs> yeah. Yeah. batman said it's fine yeah. <laughs> batman's just already made them both robin which is raising so, yeah. raising some interesting moral questions about batman already <laughs> these these two are with me yeah swayze's cool with it as well oh swayze's, swayze's fine with it it's not yeah. the batman that just hangs around outside preschools giving out little robin badges to the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To the kids that take a sh- you take a shine to you're my favorite robin <laughs> it's cory haim sorry um but um yeah so yeah the frog brothers they're, they're now involved in this sweet so there uh you are up oh and it's cory feldman as well yeah, Corey yeah. and Corey. It's and both the Corys, yeah, yeah. Ignore me, sorry, yeah. So I, I can't one. stand Corey Feldman. I, I think <laughs> What I, have you got? I just I just wish he would just stop. He, he did stop. He's dead. Oh, well which one's <laughs> the one that I can't stand? Corey Haim. Yeah, Corey Haim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it Corey Haim? Oh, I wish he would just stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's right, is that 
He is, is he dead? No, no. Oh, he's alive. Corey Haim's dead. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so I was right. Corey Feldman is the one that still... Does all the dancing. It does all the dancing. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's Corey F- he's the one that took out an advert in like the yeah. Hollywood press, just sort that's of basically right. going, please hire me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, have a long, hard think about what's it. Oh, Corey Haim's not one of the Frog Brothers. I'm getting messed, messed, messed. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Right, let's do this again. It's Corey Feldsman and Jameson Newlander, the Frog Brothers. Mm-hmm. Great. Alan, Alan Corey is in it. Alan and Edgar Frog. Alan and Edgar Frog. Yeah. Okay. okay. Corey Feldman is in it and he's, Corey Haynes. He's just their it, mate, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Corey Haynes, they're their mate. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's right. carry on. 80s were confusing. <clears throat> I've got one of my favourite characters from yeah. any 80s action film up yeah. next. Mm-hmm. A man who is cool under fire cool under pressure is able to improvise yeah. when his team come up against insurmountable odds alien odds that they would never have seen yeah. coming this is a man who when it comes down to it is probably going to be the last man standing Yeah, it's major <clears throat> Dutch Schaefer from the Predator <laughs> uh, which I think is a classic because A there's a Predator in the film already Dutch, he's already killed one of them. Yeah. Is it, is it the same Predator? I don't think so, because that one blew up. <laughs> <laughs> While you make an excellent point, most of the people on the villain's lineup at some point blew up, got shot, dropped okay. off a building. Okay, well, it could be. I mean... So there's there's two predators, isn't there? There's the jungle predator, and then there's the city predator. Yeah, yeah. It depends basically when Predator Two was uh, released, because if it's if it's eighties, that then it predator would be... was only considered good enough to go up against Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> compared to yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, no, fair dudes. I I think it could be because he he was the original and best, and he did take out the rest of a crack special forces. Yeah, right. I actually like the idea of there being like a rescue little, team, a little spark of recognition between them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. almost, almost respect. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But you know, he's carrying a weapon, so. It's a valid that's target. true. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Um, but also, I think it works because uh, Dutch, he, we are a rescue team. Mm. So when Rambo gets caught by the the Reds, yeah, after the the mission infiltration mission goes wrong, Dutch <coughs> goes in to rescue, yeah, and do that weird sort of mid air arm wrestle with him, <laughs> yeah, 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 pushing too many pencils, you know, <laughs> that bit. I think he's yeah. brilliant. Um, he's also really good at improvisation, isn't he? Like he builds all of those, like um, uh, you know, arrows and stuff out of twigs and berries and and things like that, you know, and turns all that stuff, you know, against the predator, covers himself in mud. You know, he's a he's a guy that knows how to get this stuff done. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we can't have enough soldiers on this team. We've got, no. you know, he fucking took on a predator and won, and I imagine those two are going to be going up against each other, you know, and yeah. there's going to be lots of rippling muscles, and you know, it's going to look. Really hot. Va- Vasquez in there as well. Vasquez is there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, jiggling around all over the place. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've kind of lost my train of thought with this yeah. one. <laughs> but yeah, Arnie. Arnie's in it. Yeah. I mean, we've already got Terminator Arnie, and now we've got fucking oh, fuck yeah. shit up Arnie. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's me. Done. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Right, let's see. What are we missing? See, 
despite who we've just added, mm. there's a disturbing lack of people on our team who are retired black ops specialists. <laughs> yeah. Who have silly names and a daughter who can get conveniently kidnapped. Yeah. So I think um Yeah, I think Dutch might have to after he's exchanged his knowing glance with the Predator, he's going to then do a comic double take at the uncanny clone that's just walked in next to him, dropped off from a CIA Blackhawk. John Matrix. Yeah, he's on my list. Has to, uh, we've got to have him. His name's John Matrix. His name's John Matrix. <laughs> and he's the only legit retired Black... Apparently, you can retire at like 25 or whatever. He was in these things. He's the only legit retired Black, black Ops operative mm. that um that we've got so far who's retired to montana to live with his live with his wife and daughter who gets kidnapped all the time <laughs> yeah no i think that's it i think that's john Matrix is on my list as well but my list is is long um oh my god i've just really yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought that was like your plan for tomorrow or no, something. no no this is my list of, of list characters of i'm not gonna go through all of them obviously but um yeah i think john Matrix is an obvious choice yeah um, teaming just, up just bring a bit of classic military know-how all rounder, yeah. You know, Dutch is more specialised. He is a he's an infiltration and rescue expert, but he does. I mean, the way he handles that rebel base. Oh, I mean the the actual rescue and infiltration stuff he does is very poorly executed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go going to rescue some probably injured prisoner of war. They're gonna be really weak, dehydrated, probably ill. Land the helicopter fifty kilometres away. Yeah. yeah, we'll walk. They'll walk back. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna shoot the fuck out of a load of people on the way. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming. So um, I think I think you'll have conversations with Dutch as well. But it'll be in a typical eighties way where they'll have like a body double. <laughs> like and you yeah. see the back of them. With the wrong head. Like the yeah. shot reverse shot is is yeah. like someone that looks where, where you yeah. see them both, there'll be a convenient like something that is a perfectly straight line <laughs> yeah. at the edge of a edge of a door or something down the middle. And they're like the, the timing of the conversation is just a little bit off. Yeah. Uh, are you sure you want two Arnold Schwarzenegger characters? This? Uh, yeah. Get them <laughs> yeah. all in. Two of them. Two of them. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Part of the reason this film was so bad is that they had no editor. Yeah. Because they spent that part of the budget on another Arnie. <laughs> yeah. Which is why the final cut came and in at a, a brief seven and a half hours. And, and <laughs> Kurt Russell's hair. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of money went in on that. That's fair <laughs> enough. Right. So, I think... We, we've got a lot of people from a variety of different times and dimensions to get mm-hmm. involved in this. Mm. There's an obvious choice, but he's not who I want to go for. I think we've got to bring him in at some point. But I, I think for the guy who's going around collecting people from a variety of different times, I don't think you want Mike McFly. I think you want Rufus from Bill and Ted's Excellent oh Adventure. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a good choice. Yeah. So I think... You include Rufus, who goes round. He goes to a variety of different dimensions in the telephone box, um, and obviously different times. And that's how you're getting the likes of uh, Vasquez um, and uh, maybe some people from Star Wars. I think it's just Vasquez. Vasquez. It's v- Vasquez. Yeah. Vasquez. Yeah. Sorry. Vasquez. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm pretty sure that's a liquid cheese, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, Rufus is um, is is very much on the team. Uh, and plus, he provides all the shredding guitar solos when when it's oh, needed yeah, as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, absolutely. That's such a good choice. Man. I think so as well. It does mean that there's another guy. Well, I already said Mike McFly. I don't know what we'd use him for, but I I, I don't see what Marty could bring to this. <laughs> no, I, I mean, 
it's not even his DeLorean. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, okay. the, mother, the motherfucker may hide it in a cave, yeah. but it ain't his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he doesn't know how to fix that shit. He has to go back in time to find another dock <laughs> to fix these things. Like, I, oh man, it so, so, boggles my mind. Yeah. Maybe we're, we're, it's more confusing than Ocean's Eleven. We might we might put Doc in the team rather than Doc Brown in the team rather than. The thing is, I yeah. think Egon and Doc would make a fantastic science team. Okay, yeah, and with a bit of Rufus in there too. With like, a bit of Rufus yeah, in yeah. there too. Can I can I then therefore yeah. have Doc Brown? Yeah, Doctor yeah. Emmett Brown is yeah. my choice. Excellent, you know, Scott. Marty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go back to the future. <laughs> you know. Your daughter marries a black man. <laughs> That's family guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to hang around with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's superb. This is a guy who, even limited by the technology of the past, is able to turn a fucking locomotive, <laughs> <laughs> a fucking locomotive into a time machine with no adequate explanation for it, considering it appears out of nowhere, flying with all the modern technology and stuff out mm. of thin air. Yeah. Where, how the fuck did he get that from... Yeah, because Marty took the DeLorean. He... So it's not like even there was a spare flux capacitor <laughs> back there. Marty so Marty fly, should have been just... destroyed it. But it's, it should have been like, oh, I'm pleased to see... He's just been... Why the fuck didn't you just... Do you have any idea the hassle that I've been through? <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck did you not just sort and, that um, out? Did you bring ZZ Top back to the present time <laughs> as well? <laughs> Which is actually good, though, because we did mention someone. So we were talking about Back to the Future. I think one villain, I think I mentioned on, on our WhatsApp that needs to be in there. that needs to be in there yeah. has mm-hmm. got, got to be Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen has to be... I mean, even Mad Dog Tannen. Yeah. You know, whichever Biff you want to have in there. But Biff Tannen's got to be in there. He's a psycho. Yeah. He's an absolute psycho. And actually, I read this thing recently that someone um, had written, which said, it is so weird that even in the alternate future... Mm. Um, that Marty creates at the end of the first one, they still have Biff hanging around. Yeah. Bear in mind that where the timeline changes is after George McFly has pulled Biff yeah. off of um, Marty McFly's mum, who he's trying to sexually assault, mm. um, and punches him in the face. They still, in the future, that it gets changed. Because if that's where it happened, then the, then the, sexual, the attempted sexual assault has already happened. This is a guy... Who fucking sexual sexually assaults women, and they've still got him hang, them hanging around cleaning, cleaning their, their cars. cars. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit weird. It makes George McFly look like a bit of a psycho as well, because <laughs> he's just like, oh, Biff, what a character. No, 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 not character, rapist. <laughs> yeah. Like it's fucked up, man. He he's evil, and also he's covered in poo, so he smells. <laughs> so good combination there. Stinks and is evil. Yeah, yeah. Evil, like, evil uh, offensive to the nostrils, offensive yeah. to the sight, offensive to everyone. So Biff Tannen's got to be in there. I'm sorry, it all got a bit heavy there, but that's no, fine. That's I, 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 Mike McFly's mum was pretty hot. Yeah, cool. Do you want to say that? <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you saying that as like in defence of Biff? No, God, no. Why do you always make it make me try and sound like a rapist? You're as fucked up as George McFly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have I? I don't. I don't. No, last I don't recall. No, last last week you were uh, you were um, uh, just you, you weren't didn't approve. <laughs> Sorry, didn't approve of me not liking uh, Daenerys in uh, Solo, and because you're a feminist, you liked her. Apparently, is what you said. <laughs> I, I remember it very differently. Yeah, that's not a rapist though, is it? I, Maybe, I, I was a bit. I was a bit. Harsh, I don't think though. Ross knows what feminist means. I think he does. I, I like he's... women. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Like someone in Mad Men. I'm a feminist. I fancy skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Nothing says thank you like a slap on the ass. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so that's your choice then, is it? Doc Emmett Brown. Doc Emmett Brown. Yeah, yep. that, and that came out of nowhere. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um... <clears throat> Right, so what else do we need? So th- there are there are some threats on this team, to mm-hmm. this team, which are a bit, uh, yeah, a bit alien, a bit, um, a bit extraterrestrial. Yeah. you could say. I think I've got him on my list I as think, well. <laughs> I think they need a wizened little homunculus with a glowing middle <laughs> digit, <laughs> whose neck can get long and scare them off. E.T. on the team. <laughs> E.T. is on the fucking team. In the kid's bike, obviously, because he doesn't he doesn't get around so quick. Because as the classic joke goes, what what is E.T. short for? Do you have any idea? It's because he's got little legs. Yeah. <laughs> you know that every time every time Greasy Patrick rummages in his pocket for another quarter and goes E.T.'s to use the phone, E.T.'s gonna be there going, Oh no. He's gonna piss them off so much, isn't he? <laughs> Fuck off! I'm just I'm phoning Batman <laughs> on, on the back he's, phone. He's not gonna like you. Oh no! <laughs> just boot him across the room. Fuck off. So you know, I'm a bit of a wild card, but you know, he might be he might be useful. <laughs> he might we don't know anything about the society he comes from. We might be able to call down a terrifying armada of battleships. Can you imagine? No, they're balls. They're not battleships. They're balls that land. Battle on... balls. Battle <laughs> balls. E.T. E. 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 battle balls. It's in a one-on-one fight with either of the Mad Max folks. I'd watch that. <laughs> Mate, he will be... I mean, he'll be pulverized. <laughs> destroy him. The thing is, though, he's quite useful to have around, like, if someone slips and falls on a flower, you know, can just regrow it. There we go. Ah, yeah. He can be the team medic. Deal. Ouch. <laughs> Elliot. Have you seen that robot chicken one where he goes back to his home planet and he's effectively the retard version of? Oh, yeah. And they, they've like, they're like he's just got one glowing finger, and all the other ones have like multiple glowing fingers, and they're just like, "Ah, is that retard with the one finger?" They're all like, waving their things. So good. They're all like jocks with vests on and stuff. It's fucking brilliant. They throw him into a basketball hoop. Cleebop the retard is his name. <laughs> on the planet Bob. <laughs> right so as we as we're getting serious with this now yeah. we've got ET on the team we're yeah. getting serious we need we need a combat no- medic combat medic we need a a combat converted robot I think mm-hmm. um, someone who has a personality mm-hmm. someone who's very much alive mm-hmm. but it's definitely a robot mm-hmm. I'm going for Johnny Five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great! I love that. But he's rubbish. <laughs> Input. No, but yeah. he's got the he's got the heat. Thing. Oh yeah, he's got not the one, heat. You, I mean, not not one of Johnny five, not one of Johnny's one through four, who were the yeah. sort of fully equipped. Arms, no, I mean, that that'd be the one you go to, yeah. But uh, but at the same time, you want Johnny five, really. He's the heart of the team. <laughs> he's the heart of the team. Benjamin. Ah, yeah. oh, do, do we get then um, his Indian mate and the. And the other guy, the scientist, and oh, Stephanie. Yeah, sure. All the yeah, questionable, yeah. questionable racial dynamics that go around <laughs> yes. his casting. Yes, including the fact that the guy that played the Indian dude wasn't an Indian. 
No. <laughs> he was actually an American was, actor. Remotely. Not was a, just a white guy. Yeah, just a Excellent. white guy. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. No, terrible. then then they're not coming along. They're not coming along. Okay. <laughs> Newton Crosby. That's the name that's the name of the scientist that made Newton Crosby. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's what when you when you heard that, were you like that literally cannot be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, there is no way that... And then you go back and look at it on YouTube and you just, oh my yeah. fucking God. Yeah, it's Newton Crosby. awful. <laughs> yeah. They are cool though. I do like the... Um, what were they called? The uh, the robots. They were like... Uh, what was the name of the company he worked for? Was it Cyberdyne or something like that? Were they Cyberdynes? I'll have a look into it. Cyberdyne was... Um, Cyberdyne Skynet. Cyberdyne Skynet. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is there's something like that. Is, is Johnny like an acronym? Does it stand for like... Yeah. Jolly, awesome, no nonsense robot or something. Johnny. I mean, he craves input. He's uh, he's he is very good. Dan craves input. Dan craves input. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> His socket. Um, he he's tracked as well, which means that he can get over rough terrain, which is quite yeah. useful. And he's he's quite top heavy. I wouldn't. No, he's really bottom heavy, isn't he? He's mm. kind of. He's so like. Do you remember? Um, really do you remember in Friends? Joe? Nova Laboratories. Nova Laboratories. Nova. Yeah. Do you remember um, in uh, Friends? Joey is on that uh, TV show called Mac and Cheese. And yeah. The robots like that awful, <laughs> awful metal skull with teeth, just like. <laughs> That's basically Johnny Five. And in the second one, second film, he replaces his um, laser with a boxing glove on one of those like springs, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> which would just be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Spring. Boff. Johnny Five's in the team because we need more robots. We need more robots. That's it. Yeah. That's that's a great yeah. excuse. Yeah. yeah. I've got some relatively serious ones coming up, so I'll, I'll get. I should get onto them while we go for it. But no, it's your go, Tom. Wait, wait. Go for it. Relatively serious in comparison to what? Johnny Five. <laughs> fucking lethal, mate. <laughs> he is lethal with the with the, with the laser cannon on his shoulder. Yeah. He is a lethal weapon. He, he is a piece of specialized military hardware. Okay, fair enough. Um, Although the, everyone everyone at the demonstration does clap <clears throat> when they do anything, and everything they're doing is like really really like. Can you imagine those things rumbling across the battlefield towards you? What the fuck? Toppling over. (laughs) It's like they cut. They're so sort of like delicate and springy. They're all jiggling about all the time. Everything they do is just accompanied by hopeless wobbling. There'll be a scene where he's rumbling across the floor, going "Ah," bouncing, bouncing, and Vader's just there staring at him. And then it cuts to ah, Vader staring at him again. Ah, and then he gets to Vader and goes, cuts him in half. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. It wouldn't need much. I mean, no. he's literally just a spindle. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my choice is uh, a little bit different. Um, it's uh, he's all human. Yeah. Uh, he's all kind of gritty real world. Mm-hmm. But as eighties action heroes go, he's also <clears throat> paired against one of, in fact, probably my favourite villain mm. from the eighties. If anyone happens to find themselves and you know situations going down against the Reds in a tower block, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, in a tower block that suddenly comes under under fire from this yeah. particular villain. Just there's I... only one barefoot cop that I would want on my side. A man who, I mean, you know, yippee ki motherfucker. It's John McClane. It's got to be John McClane. He's got to be on the team. This, this is a guy who gets his feet sliced up by glass yeah. and still keeps going. Still keeps going to the bitter end. 
He just fights and fights and fights and fights. Um, so here's here's how I think it goes down. When Gruber falls down from uh, Nakatomi Plaza, whatever that Christmas film is, um, uh, he falls into a portal uh, and is re- saved by... Yeah, saved by <laughs> yeah. one of the many yeah. bad guys. Yeah. Um, and then John McClane's approach and go, Gruber's still alive. We need you. Mm-hmm. But I just saved Harley. Yeah. From from Gruber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then that's how John McClane joins the team. Nice. Um, also, I'd like to point out we went through E.T. and Johnny Five before we got to John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting down to the real nitty gritty skills now. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for a duct specialist. A what? A duct specialist. A duct specialist. An air duct specialist. I, I, thank God, I thought you were going to bring in Howard the Sorry, Duck into this. Quite, <laughs> funny thing is, in, quite important there. The funny thing is, though, in um, uh, Die Hard 2, doesn't he say, another lift, another uh, no, another air vent, another mm. elevator. How could the same shit happen to the same guy twice? You know, this guy, it's the quite character was even quite, film, yeah, quite self-referential. Um, I think he's really good. Mm. I, I love him as a character, John McClane, because he's indelibly human. Um, but also capable of withstanding an awful lot of punishment yeah. and just carrying on. Like Nicolas Cage from Con Air, mm. this guy just keeps going. Yeah. And he if... doesn't get suckered in yeah. by Gruber at no? all. When Gruber does the whole, oh, I'm Ted or Bill or whatever. Bill mm. Bill Hat Hicks or whatever. Not Bill Hicks, that's a comedian. <laughs> Bill Bill Hank, let's yeah. say. I don't know. That, that's one of my favourite bits in the film as well. Because yeah. he offers him a cigarette and then gives him the gun and Gruber... And it's empty. Yeah. 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 No bullets. <laughs> yeah. Could, could have just shot him. Could have just point. shot him at that point. Saved yeah. a lot of problems. Yeah. Mm. But no, he ran away. Yeah. Yeah. And ho ho ho, motherfucker. Yeah. No, ho ho ho, I've got a machine, machine gun. gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Die Hard, yeah. Yeah, Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard, baby. <laughs> Watch it twice, it's Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> It is. I mean, if you only watch the first three, because Die Hard's four and above are apocalyptically bad. Yeah, awful. Die Hard four, the one with Kevin Smith and yeah. Justin Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Hard four. Thinking about it, is basically Redly Deadly two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Because they they are hacking the global warming or something, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, how many Die Hards are there now? There's five. What? Die Hard Five is the what's what the absolute charisma vacuum. Jai Courtney, yeah, who is very muscular, but does not have a soul. No, he <laughs> cannot emote. He's not human. He's so <laughs> boring. <laughs> I agree. Um, who you got? Oh yeah, right. Let's have a look. Who's on the list? I mean, is it time to look at some transportation for these guys? Yes, definitely. Let's get on to transportation. They're going to have to get there quickly, wearing shades, and only two at a time. (laughs) Okay, so... so This is our... this, this, This is our action film, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so do we want more than one? Well, there's a lot of people on this team... And yeah. an F-15 is a two-seater. So yeah. even if they're operating without a Rio, that's only one per aircraft yeah. that you can actually move transport around. Yeah. I think so. So, I mean, who 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 do you want to go with, Russ? 
So obviously, <laughs> obviously, we have to have the absolute coolest person in that movie, who is Goose. <sighs> so Goose, Iceman. Well, I mean, just you know, we we just need Goose, Iceman, Viper, Vert, Merlin, Jester, Wolfman, Sundown, Slider, Hollywood, and Chipper. So we just need them. Yeah. What about Maverick? I don't know about Maverick. <laughs> You've got to have Maverick in it. Yeah, we have got to have Maverick. This is Top um, Gun Corner now, by the way. <laughs> I think you got to have Maverick, and and like it, it almost parodies the 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 bit in the film Top Gun where where he's they're called into the office. He goes, uh, and he said Topper, um, <laughs> Maverick Goose, get in here. Uh, I gotta do something. I still can't believe I've got to send you off to fight the Reds. And yeah. stop them from taking over dance parties. I'm going to give you a dream shot. That was abrupt. <laughs> We're going to give you a, your dream shot. I'm going to. I can't also, do something I still I'm can't believe. Fuck you. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to send you guys to Redly Deadly One. I don't know. Um, no, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. The Roadhouse. There's some people the that want to meet you. This yeah. is completely, completely off topic, yeah. and is not going to come across on on the podcast. Yeah. But I, I cannot see that as. The line up for the new film. Oh my god! I, I'm, I really don't want to be mean, but how does that fit in a cockpit? And ride his tail anytime. Very much like I mean, fighter pilots retire at like from being fighter pilots. Yeah. They retire at like 27. Yeah. Tom Cruise is still believable. Tom Cruise can still play 27. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's set. Now, isn't it? Yeah. There was uh, some like airplane geeks have been looking at the the jet in that picture. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is this eighty shit, man? This is playing with the boys. This is playing with the boys. <laughs> yeah. This is oh, good as it gets. Yeah. Is this is this the volleyball scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. So we, we we got Iceman, we've got Maverick, we got Goose, we got Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know about Cougar. Cougar lost it, man, turning his way. Yeah, he did, didn't he? But then maybe he can he can come back. <laughs> so Slider, Viper. Uh, yeah, uh, Merlin, Sundown, Merlin, Sun, yeah. Wolfman, yeah, Charlie, Charlie's good to go as well. She can't fly. She can't, but she she's she like drive the, her the tactical. Um, what was that car she drives? Yeah, oh, car, it's, I don't know what it is. But it's a very nice car that she drives around. Yeah, um, and he can, and as the plane's landing, he can. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Top Gun film with some other characters in it, basically. Yeah, but so but we but we get those guys, yeah. and along with them, we get their aircraft carrier as well, mm-hmm. which is just going to rock up next to the roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just steaming. Where do it. I park this? No, I think I think there's a scene. <laughs> where can I park this? I think there's a scene where um, you've got the road next to the roadhouse, um, and the sun's coming down. You see the heat rising off the road. And then you see the F-15s just landing, like in the silhouette of them. And there's still the guy who's like ushering them, like <laughs> yeah. from the aircraft carrier, yeah, doing his little woo thing. Yeah. He does. So yeah, I think um, woo. Yeah, he's got to be there as well. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, otherwise, otherwise the planes will crash into each other. It'd be this, chaos. This film's gotten kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely nothing gay about Top Gun. No. Top oh wait, no. There's absolutely nothing heterosexual about Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. I love Top Gun. It's fine. It nice. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, I, know it, the, I think the first Pride march I went to in Brighton, there was a float that had uh, a volleyball court on it and a load of greased up men in <laughs> flying overalls <laughs> playing volleyball with, uh, and standing on the roof of the truck was like an 80s looking guitarist doing, doing playing with the boys. It was incredible. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> amazing. So yeah, 
So that's Top Gun Corner. <laughs> we had to get them in eventually. So half the cast of Top Gun are in this film. Superb. Okay. Cool. Right. <coughs> so Sorry. now we've got uh, air support sorted. A variety of different uh, types. Well, air, air and sea support yeah. sorted. Because, I mean, a, a, an aircraft carrier never travels alone. It'd be part of a carrier group. Who's the chief? Who does Michael... Not Michael Ironside. What's this guy? Tom Skerritt. Tom, not Tom Skerritt. The bald guy from oh, from uh, Back to the Future. His name is actually 80s Bull Guy. 80s Bull Guy. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be in there as well somewhere. Yeah. No. Okay, cool. Chewing a cigar and chatting about rubber dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Let's get some more women in the team. Top Gun on Netflix. I don't know. Do you want to watch it now? I really do want to watch Top Gun. <laughs> I do as well. Ah, oh, I love Top Gun. Maybe oh, just, okay, just, right, that, just that the opening scenes, maybe. That... that, that, that that moment's over. It was always going to take this turn when we got to Top Gun, I think. Was... Do you never just feel the need to put the opening couple of minutes of Top Gun on with your headphones on really, really loud? <laughs> never. Never, never, ever. Should ever. Try it sometime. <laughs> you should try it sometimes. Russ, when we lived together, how many times did we watch Top Gun? <laughs> when we lived together? It was... It was. It must be more than six times. It was It was a lot more than six times. Yeah. We watched it like every other week. Yeah. We had a little Top Gun sleepover and we all got those matching t-shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But when we got we got that um, that crappy surround sound system, yeah. didn't we? Which which totally banged it into a whole new dimension. Because <laughs> it was like we were there. It's just play the opening sort of couple of minutes. Just the, it's just the titles, isn't it? The, yeah. The, the, just moving around and revving up. I don't think it's called revving up with a with a <laughs> highly advanced military jet throttling up, <laughs> throttling up, yeah. and uh, and taking off. We just watched that over and over again with the with the bass turned up to eleven. So what were your t-shirts? I was Iceman. We had Iceman, Goose, and Maverick t-shirts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Who was Goose? I was Goose. Yeah. You were Goose. Yeah. yeah. Mike was Maverick, and I was Iceman. You were Iceman. Yeah. My favourite. Classic. Yeah. I do the tooth thing, but I'm now yeah. an age where I'm worried that it would do some <laughs> damage to my teeth. <laughs> Ice cold never makes a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I want to watch Top Gun so badly. Um, right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, should we get some more women in this team? Yes, we like women. Yeah. Do, don't we have? How many do we have at the moment? <laughs> Vasquez. Vasquez. I mean, that's that's enough, right? <laughs> it's enough for, for an a... '80s movie. True. Is that it? Is that all we got? Vasquez? And, and Charlie's there as well, and uh, Baby as well. Baby's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's she's in the perfect acceptable woman role of being in distress and being rescued by a man. <laughs> well, which is, I mean, in the '80s, that was she's that well was and truly as they could hope for. She's well and truly backed into the corner, though. Yeah. Let's 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 turn let's turn it on its head a little bit. Is Dirty Patrick going to turn out to be the villain of this piece? I think he should. I think I, I think <laughs> I he should be to. the one that that. Let's that stop gets... talking about it as though it didn't happen. Yeah. So oh I, yeah, definitely. I that's, think that's how it ends. I think what people will remember has happened. <laughs> 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 I think what people were... you, you bastard. I think what people will remember has happened in this film is that he he gets them to the lake house and then it's a trap and the trap is sprung and then the reds attack them but they still win and it turns out dirty patrick is on the the side of the villains so what are they waiting for they're waiting for the good guys to get there and then they're gonna spring the trap and kill them all oh that's the twist yeah this was really shit this film wasn't it it didn't do very well no yeah um sarah connor needs to be on this team sarah connor yes yeah so I mean, <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. We've got Terminator. She's incredible. We need Sarah Connor. Legitimate <clears throat> kind of 80s action hero. But she's not the action hero in Terminator. No, she is in Terminator 2. Which is a 90s. Uh, 
Yeah, wait, yeah, hang on. You've got waitress Sarah Connor. Yeah. I think you've just you've lumbered got... the team with an entirely unnecessary <laughs> diner waitress. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're going to need a donut at some point or something, I suppose. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Let me let me go somewhere else then. Um, there's an obvious character. Unless, unless you send Terminator 2 Sarah Connor back in time. Oh, uh, no. But that feels no, like no. it's being a bit... By the end of the first... No, see, by the end of the first film, like because John in in the second film says she shacked up with anyone mm. she thought she could learn from. So yeah. actually, she's not grown in any stretch in mm. imagination by the end of Terminator One. It's in the gap between it's like the ten years or so, no, yeah, fifteen years in between mm. that film and the next one that she learns how to be a big military leader. Um, so th- yeah, she is. She's dollop of ice cream in the pocket, Sarah Connor. So let's. Let's get a military leader on this team. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, I'm a bit sweaty. Sorry. Yeah, you're a bit sweaty. Yeah. You're a bit clammy. A bit clammy yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I sort th- of stuck to you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there's there's an obvious choice from Star Wars, but I don't want to go with the obvious choice. Oh, but the obvious choice isn't wearing a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need um, a military mind. Sorry, women. That was incredibly sexist and misogynist. A military there's mind no women, that, <laughs> that has yeah, no women. <laughs> taken down the Death Star twice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and has managed to just keep the rebellion going. Pretty much single-handedly. Nice. I think we're going to go Princess Leia Organa. Oh. So, hang on, that, that's not the person we were thinking of. No, well, no, I, I, well... I think the obvious choice would be Han Solo or Luke you Skywalker. Said, you said mm. we need more women. Yeah. Okay. No. In that instance, then that is the obvious choice. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 But in terms, I thought of you Star were going. I thought you were doing an about turn to like. Mon I Mothma. want one Mothma. <laughs> no, I don't want yeah. one Mothma with her superior political powers <laughs> to negotiate their way out of. Yeah. How, how you doing, Mon Mothma? Many Bothans died. Oh well, you're always uh, an oh. up person, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit. I feel a bit bad now. Yeah. I might just give baby back. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, no, Princess Leia's got to be on the team. I, I think. love Princess Leia. Same, definitely. Um, I think we're think talking Empire Strikes Back, Princess Leia. It's got to be. Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, is Empire Strikes Back an eighties film? Yes, yes. Early eighties, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. Exactly. It's, def- it's definitely eighties. Yeah. First one was nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Nineteen eighty, and then nineteen eighty-three. Is that um, when the films were released? Let's check IMDb. I have a feeling Empire Strikes Back came out quite a way after. Is it eighty um, one? Let's have a look. Here we so go. First one was seventy seven. Nineteen eighty. When Empire was eighty, yeah. yes, I was right. And then eighty three is Jedi. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we... she's definitely in charge by yeah. that point. Yeah. I think she's running the operation. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. Oh, now I want to. I want to watch top, Rogue One top, again. Top Gun and Rogue One. Yeah, I want to watch the last. <laughs> well, I want to watch the last five minutes of Rogue One. The whole film. Oh, no, we're not going to get into Rogue. How much have we talked about Rogue One on this podcast? I think we did one podcast dedicated just to, to Rogue it, One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true. Should have got out. No, it's it, it's a bit good, isn't it? It's, it's a good. really good one. The last five minutes are incredible. The whole film, though, is just oh. yeah. And as we've all said many times, anyone who thinks it's worse than than uh, any solo many yeah. of the other films yeah. is, is something reprehensible <laughs> fair <laughs> enough anyway Leia's on the team good yeah with her stun gun with her stun gun yeah yeah yeah. Got and it. her little hop outfit yeah yes yeah. and falling in love with Han Solo yeah but he's not there because we haven't even got a single Harrison Ford character on this team yet we have not 
And I'm not going to rectify that because my next <clears> choice is <throat> another woman, someone that I think is a fighter. Yeah. Understands what it means to dig deep. Yeah. And stay cool and calm under pressure. Yeah. She's friends with Vasquez. <laughs> There's a mutual respect by the time yeah. everything goes down at Hadley's Hope. Ellen Ripley. Yeah. We've got to have Ellen Ripley in there. Yeah, we do. And not Nostromo, Ellen Ripley. It's it's aliens, badass marine, Ellen Ripley with her yeah. flamethrower and her pulse rifle. Yeah. Um I'm actually gaffer tapes together. Actually which is phys- wonderful. Physically gaffer taped together mm. with all of her flares and her grenade bandolier and all that sort of stuff. She is one of the best action heroes of the 80s yeah because she defied expectations and she's probably the one good thing about this film <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah um I, I think she's a she's she's just a great example of a well-written hero yeah totally uncomplex and even for the time not played up as Oh, look at the woman! Yeah, yeah. Look at the woman running around, and like I say, she was, she was thrown in at the deep end, and she's she displayed the human grit and determination. That's what, that's what this needs to balance out all the spunk. There needs to be, uh, an eggy woman. <laughs> well, they've got eggs, haven't they? Not spunk. So an egg, egg, a woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who can help with the alien? Because she's seen them before. Yeah, love it, love it. <laughs> Love it. You're barely hanging in, aren't you? Today? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's been knuckle dusting a bit today. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Russ. Yeah, no, Ripley would be an amazing choice. Yeah. Is, is, is she coming sort of like, at what point does she get teleported in? Has she, has she dealt with the Queen at this point? I like to think just as she's about to... Because I, I want her with a dropship. Because I think she comes with air support because she yeah. flies the dropship and out power of the atmosphere and the power loader as well. So I'm thinking that, you know, and then there's two little straight after, that's her, the ship, and yeah. the dropship and the power loader all pop and they suddenly appear outside next to the F-15s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, she's still carrying the rifle. It's just at the bit where I think she lands on the inside. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, hang on, no. Also, Newt oh. is fine. Yes, yeah. is fine. Yeah, Newt comes fine. with her and just goes off. Maybe, maybe with um, yeah, with Sarah Connor and lives that life that was so cruelly taken away. Or E. T. Yeah, yeah. Or E. Yeah. T. Yeah. Five. Maybe she could ride the bike every now and then. Mm. That yeah. pedals E. T. around. There you go. And it rehabilitates her to love aliens again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love it. Oh, there you go. Love that. Yeah. Okay, fixed go. Alien Three. Yeah. There, yeah. There it is. It's got E. T. Yeah. in it. <laughs> Alien 3 would have been, if it hadn't made you so violently angry by the time the initial <laughs> credits had... When it just says, like, Hicks, dead. dead. <laughs> Newt, dead. You're immediately you're just thinking, oh, fuck you then. Yeah. Although I do like the... Doesn't it use a word like when Bishop arrives, like, discombobulated or something like that? <laughs> doesn't it? Or, like, just something like that? It's Mildly like, dead, confused. Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead, dead, dazed. Um, yeah. Yes. Irritated and a bit grouchy. Yeah, it was annoying. And then the worst thing is that Aliens Colonial Marines, the video game, mm. retconned Hicks as surviving and it was actually someone else's body who just happened to have bandages in the same place as Hicks. How? Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Go onto YouTube and watch it. If you're you're never gonna play Colonial Marines anyway. No. Just go and look. You know, the uh, Colonial Marines 
Yeah, it's it's so. Sh- but after going through all that, she's just like, "Oh, yeah, that guy looks a bit like Hicks. I'll yeah. pop him oh, in the cryo tube." It's Hicks. <laughs> you know, just no, not it's not. It's meant to. They oh. Hang on, this happened last time, didn't it? Yeah. Like the fourth time that some lights have come on and interrupted everyone's flow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So there. There you go. Awesome. Totally interrupted my flow. Just out of interest, how how, how long have we been recording? It's, it's, uh, we had about ten minutes before. We're about an hour five minutes into it. Awesome. So we got a little bit left. Last one was about an hour and twenty. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I reckon run to an hour and a half with this one. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because well, because you have a child that. and you you don't have to be. You, yeah, yeah. You have to be asleep. Do you? Do you? No, you don't. I love you. I've got to be up at five to go to work tomorrow. Can't <laughs> fair enough. Sorry, mate. Yeah, that's all right. I love you. <laughs> Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I was going to try and think of like a. It's a man of few words. Doesn't need a big introduction. Yeah. Just needs to turn up in a in a in a V8 interceptor and a leather jacket yeah. and probably tread on a lizard or something. <laughs> so I think you're looking down the road from the roadhouse and mm. you hear him before you see him. And then there's a cloud of dust, and then you see the the interceptor just like driving down the yeah. road. I forgot this was taking place at the roadhouse. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, just it, yeah, I just lots of sort of just just close up shots of the air intake going. <clears throat> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no nonsense. He's he's not going to stand for any of this bullshit, is he? No. I mean, he, he's going to want paying, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, you can just um, it's the eighties in 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 the US. Gas is really cheap. Just fob him off with a few gallons of four star. He'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, especially at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. not an issue for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then send him back to his post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, with like, a, like a BP fuel card or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting serious now then? Well, it was serious. It, at what no point have we like... not been <laughs> absolutely <laughs> serious? Okay, well, I think let's let's get someone who can go undercover. I really thought you were going to say let's get physical. <laughs> no, let's, let's not get Olivia Newton-John in it. Uh, let's get someone who can go undercover. Deep, deep undercover. I think it's time we bring in Axel Foley. <laughs> Axel Foley, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obviously, Cotton's on that something's going on at this lake house. Yeah. Um, and at the behest of his boss, he um, hops in his car. The lake house in the village. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, and he, he's down there. And he's uh, he's he's there pretending to be one of the, the people who just likes to want, just wants to dance, really, in the background. And he's seeing what's going on. And he's feeding back information to the roadhouse before they, before they invade. So, yeah. Axel Foley. He's got to be in it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You okay? You look really tired. I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No cool. Problem, yeah. I that's the great way to just like undermine someone's confidence slowly. Every time you see him, going, "Oh, you're looking really tired." <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm actually I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. Sorry, mate. I just thought you looked tired. There. I'm fine. No, yeah. I'm. I'm, no, no, I'm it's all right. All right. All right. You're okay. not tired. Oh, he's, he's sensitive about right, it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to bring Harrison Ford in now. Yeah, it might not be the Harrison Ford you guys all expect. Okay, so I'm interested. I, <laughs> yeah. I think I know who it's going to be. So let okay, me, yeah. so let me just set the scene. I'm yeah. just, I was thinking about this for a bit uh, while I was staring at your beautiful face. Um, Tired face, apparently. There, yeah. yeah. So they're all at the roadhouse. Things are getting a bit hot and hot and bothered. They're trying to work out what to do next. Um, they they're sort of planning. They're sort of halfway through the plan. And all of a sudden, the door slams open. They're in the middle of a big argument. 
And they go, well, what are we going to do? You know, Arnie's squaring up to Rambo. Like, what, are we, what, do we, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, How are we going to get there and get Baby out of that corner all of a sudden? <laughs> a beer bottle yeah. is snared in a bullwhip and pulled towards him. And the guy, the person who's done it, grabs it and wearing a beaten up old leather jacket. Raises the bottle up and you can see it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's right. I said it right this time. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy from The Witness. No, no. (laughs) The blind guy from Sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so it's Indiana, not Indiana. Yeah. It's Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he goes, I might have a few plans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a silhouette of him as well. Yeah. And he walks in and there's yeah. dust coming off his yeah. body, dust coming off his boots, the door swings shut, and the next thing you see is him laying out an old parchment. Yeah. All we need to do is get this relic. <laughs> so, you know. All we gotta do is go here to this temple to get this relic and it'll help us beat the Reds. Yeah, the, yeah. the commie Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. I <coughs> can't not have Indiana Jones in this. No, absolutely. He doesn't like the Reds. If you accept that Crystal Skull is a real film and not some twisted fanfic. Yeah. Can I add another, just quickly interrupt and add another strong woman into the mix? You may. Oh, yeah. Marion Ravenwood. Oh, Marion. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. he bring Marion with? Yeah, she's there. Okay. And she's there. And she's, but she's not, she's there on her own merit, not because of Indiana Jones. She's at the other end of the bar and she looks up and she's like, Indy? Yeah, and she's challenging. He's like Marion. Et's were drinking. I thought I left you in the snow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've both obviously time travelled, um, yeah. but they're a bit confused. Yeah, but I think you've got to get her involved as well. She... I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh anyway. no, not with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is in no way involved in this movie. No, thank Hell God. No. Thank God. Yeah. So I, think, I, I wanted to include Marion in this as well. So yeah, I think you've got to have both of them. Fair dues. And Indiana Jones is awesome, and he's he's no nonsense. Yeah. That samurai guy jumps out of the out of the pots and swishes it around. And he just shoots him. Yeah, brilliant. Love it. It's so good. Yeah. Supernatural forces as well. He yeah. combated the arc. Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. Built up in a lot of not respect. It's just so fucking cool. Yeah. And he's dusty as well. He's, he's like weather beaten. He's really dusty. This is edging in sort of fantasy territory for you, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. But it's, it's really it's really important that he's dusty. Yes, yes it's really dusty. Yes, it has to be dusty, yeah. like really dusty. I've got to see dust in all he's the got, cracks on that he's jacket. He's got um, one trouser leg rolled up um, <laughs> and his his penis is out. <laughs> yeah, it's just the tip poking out the bottom. Dusty tip. Dusty tip. He's got a whip attached to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's got a little. It's got a little <laughs> yeah. hat on it. I was I was in the middle of quite a catastrophic coke bin at the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a coke fuel film. Obviously, <laughs> we're we're not, but the film the filmmakers were. So yeah, Russ. Um. So we need which would be no nonsense now. We we just want absolute tier one. Military yeah. operatives. I mean, our team is swelling. It's much bigger than the team yeah. from Red Dead oh, Two. Much um, bigger. Well, I had to kick a few. Have any out. of us been writing this down? <clears throat> no. no, I'll write it down when I, I have no idea it. who's in the team. <laughs> I'll write. Um, I'll write it down and I'll put it on. Yeah. No, so we need. We need. Uh, you know, we we need proper hardcore military operatives. Yeah. People trained in infiltration, sniping, tactics, survival, that sort of thing. However, what we're getting. Is chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys! <laughs> Baby Roof. Because <laughs> we've got a bit of insider, bit, bit of insider intelligence, you know, about Mama Fratelli. Yeah. Um, 
The rest of them are all busy. <laughs> the rest of them are all busy. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Doing important things. Um, yeah, so he's he's gonna be truffle shuffling into the uh into the team. <laughs> oh my God. Excellent. Um with his wiggling ear. Yeah. But I think I think he's got hidden depths. Yeah, I agree. Because we never really saw him in a true tactical combat situation. Yeah. He was probably just holding it all in reserve. If the, if shit had really gone down, he could have probably busted out some moves. Yeah. Definitely. He just I, had a look in his eye that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, if I, if I need, which one? If, if I need to kick off, <laughs> I'll kick off. Yeah, I love it. Excellent. Chunk so, from the Goonies. So, I mean, at the heart of this film is music, right? Um, <laughs> sure. This, <laughs> this film's about dancing. I feel that statement would have made a lot more sense right at the beginning but we've gone so far off piece <laughs> so we need we need we need people that are going to provide um music for this as well as um to try and get everyone dancing again basically i think uh so we need some of the best musicians and have an uncanny ability to survive i think we need the blues brothers oh. um this is the Peter Gunn theme. It is. Yeah. Which is his throughout most of the film. Yeah. Um, I think you need... Throughout that film, Carrie Fisher is desperately trying to kill... Oh, Jake. Oh, Jake, yeah. please. Oh, it's Jake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and seems to fail despite direct hits from rocket launchers, machine guns. Yeah. They seem to survive. They have most... They're on a mission from God. They're on a mission from God as well. Exactly. Um, they have most of the police, the Illinois State Police Force, chasing after them throughout that film. And the Illinois Nazis. And the Illinois Nazis. I hate the Illinois <laughs> yeah. Nazis. Fucking Illinois Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scamots. <laughs> um, and I think you, you want them just... If there's a car chase in this film, then there invariably will be. You're going to want the Blues Brothers involved mm-hmm. in this. So I want both Jake and Elwood Blues in this. Can we just start Give Me Some Eleven? That's a good song. Because you want some of that as well, do you? Just a little bit. <laughs> I'll probably edit this out, but yeah. That's so quality. Why edit this out? What's going to happen? I don't know. Is the police going to come? I really want to watch so many films now. I love them. Yeah, probably. same. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so yeah, Jake and Elwood Blues. I've got one more, I think, after this, and then I'm done. Has anyone got any more? Uh, I think I'm pretty much done. I think you, I'm pretty you've posted dry. a few of mine. Sorry. Was that a cat? Yeah. I think it was a cat getting launched into the atmosphere. <laughs> I've never heard a cat make that noise before. Standing on the cold hard ground. Meow. <laughs> should, we, should we go quick fire then for the, for the, the you remainder? Do, you do quick fire. I haven't got any more. No. Okay. Well, I mean, I've got one more. So this yeah. will be really quick. Go ahead. Martin Riggs. Yeah, Martin oh, Riggs is on my list as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, great um, I think Martin Riggs is your, your, your diver. Like he has to like the under, to go underwater in yes. the lake house to, yes, and no one thinks what? he's going to make it. Why is he a diver? Because that's like his thing in Lethal Weapon. He can hold his breath for a really long time. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. I do not remember that aspect <laughs> of that movie. Yeah. So um, I've got as well. There was logic, man. There was, <laughs> there was total logic. Yeah. Why can he hold his breath for a really? I don't long know, time? but it's a thing in Lethal Weapon. Is that used in Lethal Weapon? Yes, because he hides when they destroy his house. Yeah, doesn't he? yeah. Yes, yeah. I thought he just it? sort of hid under it. I, I want to add a couple of. <laughs> no, he, it's a thing that Martin Reese can hold his breath for a really long time. 
Is this one of your twisted fantasies? No, I it's to, not. I might have to Google while you go. He's like, damn, I can hold my breath for a really long time. And you're like, yeah, prove it, Riggs. Can I add a couple of fantasy swordsmen from this? This. Films that were made in the 80s, neither in the same film together but both would make an excellent team mm-hmm. in Egan Montoya yep. um, and Mad Martigan from Willow nice another Val Kilmer <laughs> um, so yeah that's them and the last one I had uh, it's all been pretty I think it was hang on um, no that might be it <laughs> wow <laughs> petering out sorry <laughs> yeah um so that's oh no no Deckard as well from uh, from Blade Runner. Excellent. But then I thought maybe Rachel from Blade Runner. Is she a good guy? Is the only thing I was concerned about. There is some hardcore cat fucking really- going on over there. <laughs> so either Deckard, 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 or Deckard, Ra- Deckard De- is Statham from Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. So either Deckard or Rachel. I was thinking. Excellent. But yeah. I think I'd probably go for Rachel. Yeah, but is she really a good guy? Uh, well, I think she's. I think Harrison Ford's penis turns her into a good guy. Yeah, that's a weird scene. That yeah, it's a it's a bit rapey. It's a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. There is something going on outside. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Have you of got which... catnip growing in your garden, <laughs> I, I, I think they're further away, but yeah. this is really loud and enthusiastic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so, in someone's herb garden. Yeah. There so, are some kittens getting hatched tonight. <laughs> hatched. That's how cats work, isn't it? They shout at each other, they lay eggs, kittens come out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, sure. Um So, so that's our team. Yeah, with I think, a mere forty five people in it. So I think for the I think for the top billing we'll we'll edit it down to the, the, the main cast, I reckon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the, these are just there's there's some cameos in here that you don't really need to put on the, the main. Have, have they done much in the way of planning, or are they just planning to run screaming at the? <laughs> well, they've, they've met at the roadhouse. <laughs> the <laughs> episode of Red Dwarf with the waxwork planet, where yeah. all the, the greatest villains in history team up against the good guys. Yeah, you've got Gandhi just running across the minefield. <laughs> so I think I think um, Axel Foley's given them the information. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Martin Riggs who's underwater. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, Ram- was Rambo captured? He was. Wasn't Rambo he? was captured. So they need to free Rambo. But Dutch went in and freed him. Dutch yeah. has gone in and freed. So they're they're cooking. in there already. Just, just they're already fighting there. them off on yeah. their own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Then just beating them off. Then yeah. everyone, <laughs> everyone else is just running in there. Everyone else is running in there, apart from <laughs> the guys in the F 15 The wings on uh, on the wings of F 15s or <laughs> yeah. on the back strapped to the back of an F fifteen. On the back of Mad Max's interceptor. Yeah. And the F F fifteen suddenly. ET's ship could probably drop a few of them off. Yeah. <laughs> but the death ball. I'm still not sold on ET being on this team. I don't know if he's a qualified pilot. The battle balls. Um so and that's it. Yeah. And then they end. Yeah. And then and then they kill all of the bad guys or put them in prison. Should we because that always works? Should we just, apart from you know, a couple of the bad guys have to survive to form the basis of the redly deadly terrorists yes. that are cyber what were they doing? They were cyber cyber hacking an asteroid to crash into the global warming. Yeah, that's yes. the one, yeah. Um yeah. to uh yeah, which which of course will end up nuking Paris yeah. because it always does. <laughs> Paris is so f- in a nineties action film, Paris is fucked. Is there yeah. a, is there anyone we want to take out of the team before we No, there is not one weak link in that team. No, it's massive though. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, cool. So that's the if team. You, if you were to take one operative out of that team, the entire thing would fall apart. Yeah. I think I think they'd do all right without Johnny Five. I'll be honest. How? <laughs> How? No, they Damn. need Johnny How? Five. Okay. What fine. are they going to do with all their input? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they're just going to put it down. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> they need to put it in. You, yeah. This is you just being a classic example of like a government suit who doesn't understand what it takes to get the job done. <laughs> so I think we can all <laughs> agree City Hall that the reason, the reason the film didn't work uh, and it was, was pretty convoluted. Because it was seven there hours long, of, yeah. it had 95, 95 stars yeah, as the main yeah. character. <laughs> it lost there, there a considerable a, amount of There money. were a lot of plot threads it to has, tie up yeah, before the, the finale. There was essentially no dialogue. It just consisted of endless cool entrances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was um it, it didn't it didn't review well. And hours it of didn't. cutaways to Superman lonely masturbating <laughs> in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The director's cut in particular was uh, yeah, was, was a little unnecessary. It's it's actually an Olympic sport now. <laughs> Getting through one sitting of Bradley Deadly One you had to ask. Mm. But you know, the studio learned a lot of lessons. Yeah. And that's and, why Redley uh, Deadly 2 was such a success. So, so most of the people involved died of heart attacks. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's it. So, yep. I, I think that's a pretty a pretty good conclusion. Okay. Just quickly, uh, Simon oh, Sparks... Sorry, it wasn't actually a good conclusion. Simon Sparks uh, got in touch with us via the Facebooks. Uh, and he suggested a lot. Mm. <laughs> Axel Foley, which we suggest we've put in. James Bond. James Bond's a funny one, though, isn't it? Yeah, a rapey secret agent. To yeah. be fair, we've already got rapey. Yeah, yeah rapey. That box has yeah. been ticked. That, yeah. That, yeah. Rocky or Rambo or the guy from Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. A uh, Han Solo, Indiana Jones. We've yeah. got Indiana Jones. Mad Max. Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terminator. Right. Conan the Barbarian. Conan. Ah, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that eighties? I thought it was like seventies. <laughs> Your voice went squeaky. <laughs> we've got a uh, Batman. Fucking Batman, he said. Fucking yeah, Batman. Batman's got fucking there. Batman. Yeah, yeah. There there. I think that's about it. So yeah, we're done. Um, yeah, excellent. Can I just say, incidentally, um, the I think theatrical cut are going to be doing Arnold Schwarzenegger because they went to an Arnold Schwarzenegger all nighter. Really? Where they watched a load of his films. Yeah. So excellent. this kind of was. Yeah, done. Conan's eighty two. Hmm? Conan's eighty two. Mm-hmm. And then the Destroyer was eighty four. Ooh, cool. Little fact box. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this kind of ties in with what they're doing as well. They watched a ton of Arnold Schwarzenegger films, so they're going to be talking about all them. It did. It did look. Like, it was. It was Conan. Yeah. Commando. Yeah. Predator. Running Man. Predator. No. They, they, Total they, they, Recall. Around. Total Recall. Yeah. And um, Terminator. And T two was. And T two as well. Yeah. Bloody Fucking hell. excellent, yeah. excellent lineup. Yeah, that is a great lineup. Yeah, I don't yeah. know whether I'd have the endurance to watch all those films back to back, though. No. Yeah, I think you have a, you have a little snooze at one point. Yeah, they, they they had the odd snooze apparently. So yeah, they snooze. Yeah. And so what? They they turn everything off for a bit. No, no. As in, you can just snooze through some of the films. All oh, right. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. And now we're going to stop for yeah. half an hour. <laughs> and people turn up with these things with like sleeping bags yeah, yeah. and like backpacks full of monster and snacks and things yeah. mate monster makes my poo come out too fast <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't keep me awake <laughs> it just gives me diarrhea it probably it probably would keep you awake <laughs> no. oh, I slipped through that shit <laughs> I don't think I've ever known he had a can of monster 
I quite like an original Relentless if I'm on a long, <laughs> relentless. On a long drive. <laughs> and it is Relentless. I've got, uh, there's, there's two monsters I like, and that is the um, uh, Hamilton one. The What's his face? The race driver. What's his name again? Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton one, I, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were talking about the Broadway musical. It's <laughs> no, no. a really weird product placement. <laughs> and the, um, what's his face? The bike guy. Um He's he was famous bike uh, rider. I don't really know any bike guys. No, he, it's, it's him anyway. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, clears it up. Yeah, definitely. That's <coughs> your favourite. Excuse months. me. So there we go. That's it. We finished on a high note. Mm. Uh, Valentino Rossi. Valentino that's the one. Rossi. He's yeah, a bike yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy. Okay. Um, so we finished on a high note. Yep. Uh, the Reds luckily uh, were beaten. Just back. Yeah. The supervillains were beaten yeah. back. Just um, and. Luckily, even though Redly Deadly One may not have necessarily done as well, no, it did spawn a sequel, the yeah. infinitely more successful Redly Deadly Two. Don't ask about the first one, mm-hmm. which it turns out was quite a clever yeah. name. Yeah. Um. So, who knows what what's going to be held in store for Redly Deadly Three? Redly. Deadly- I mean, the pattern is is quite simple. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> too many people. It'll be too many people. So and the two thousand action I've got styles. something lined up for Redley, the next Redley Deadly. Okay. But I don't know whether we want to fit in another Redley Deadly or the next one that I've got lined up. Okay. okay. Well, we won't do that then. No. Um, okay. So all that's left to say mm. is, <laughs> I didn't introduce anyone at the beginning. That's fine. Uh, is goodbye to Russ. Goodbye. Goodbye to Dan. Bye. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. Don't forget, go to Facebook, check us out, www.facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH, or you can go on Twitter, at uh, 2MTOOH, uh, and our website is back up, but I wouldn't go there at the moment because there's nothing there's to nothing see. nothing on it, though. Uh, and that is it. Thank you very <laughs> oh, much. Oh, for... Sorry, I just don't want to interrupt. Oh, and Instagram is yeah. at TMTOOH. And Theatrical Cut is Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cut on Twitter. They I was are... imagine someone frantically writing these down. Going, hey, wait, wait, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Trying desperately to rewind a SoundCloud file. <laughs> no, 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 it's too far. Um, yes, yeah, so, it's uh, very yeah. irritating too, actually. On SoundCloud's mm. app, it's... Just really, going back, yeah, yeah moving so a little annoying. bit. Very especially, annoying. especially if you hear something funny, you just want to go back ten seconds. You're like, I just yeah. want to hear that again. Oh, he said something funny. He said something. Funny. Um, well, there we go. Obviously, theatrical cut is our sister podcast under mm-hmm. the TMT OOH Empire. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye.